Hello, family. Pastor George here, your pastor of stewardship, finance, and community engagement. We had so much information last time in the area of getting in the entertainment industry. We brought Dino back. You don't want to miss this. Don't go anywhere. family. I am so excited about this episode of Set for Life. I've wanted to have this gentleman come on here for quite some time. He's a writer, he's an actor, and a producer. I'd read his whole bio, but you know what? It'd take two pages. So we're just going to have you just give a hand to Dino Shorte. How you Thank doing, you. Dino? I'm fine. Thank you very much for having me. Okay, good. See, he's starting <laughs> off all mellow, but don't worry about that. We're going to get the ins and outs today and everything about Dino and all the things that he's doing. And just want to let you know, it's a blessing having you here. Thank I you. I want to ask you how you feel when you have your skill and then you see people utilizing it for God. Like oh. that they, it, it just feels better. But how, how, how do you, it makes, how are you seeing that when you're, when you're like when the East or when you're, when you're producing? It just makes me very happy to see people that, I know, I mean, all of us like to see, oh, I know that person, I know that person on television or whatever, you know, whether it's sports or entertainment, but it, it, when it's has, when you know someone that's been in the trenches with you, as far as your faith is concerned and has, you know, prayed with you and, and, you know, gotten you over rough moments and you see that person being successful in anything, whether it's the medical field or police work or television, it, it, causes you to have not only a swelling of pride within you for that person, but it also, it, it, it kind of, you can feel your faith in you quicken a little, you know, it gets more, you know, solid and, and it's a break, it's an unbreakable kind of solid. It, it won't melt away with life's ups and downs because you've seen it. You, you know, it can happen and you always continue to have the faith in that it can happen not only for you, but for others. Right. And it's, it's, it's something awesome about serving together. Than Absolutely. Doing, but when you're serving together, because you just feel different. Like whenever I'm on the sets and I, when they give me the little roles, when they give me the roles is I'm like, I'm here with professionals. Hey. And, and, and it, it gets over the, the aspect of it. And yep. then you look at here at the church, like how we have camera people, like, the, you know, you have camera people, audio people, all the things. It's all everyone's serving yeah. for a common purpose to glorify God. And Absolutely. I ask anybody that um, if you want to do that or be involved, just also, you can also um, email us or you can also just let us know also not only in the chat, but also just connect with us at faithfulcentral.com to get more information about the repertory. Absolutely. And the different things will be coming not only in September, but just coming down the road yeah. and, and doing it. September gets, is a start, a restarting of what we had to put on hold during the pandemic. Uh, we're going to trust and have faith in God that God is going to do what God is going to do. And we're going to continue moving forward. And please know it's not just people in front of the camera. Right. You know, the people you never see are the people that this industry cannot survive without. Your sound people, your editors, your cameramen and women, they are the backbone of right. what makes a show successful or not. Otherwise, it's just two guys in a room yik yakking with each other. Right. You know, and it's it's nothing. But right. you know, your camera crew here, you got like three hundred people in here right now. You know, they're very quiet, and some of them are nice, and some of them are, you know, not. Yeah. But some of them we praying for. Right we now. pray for constantly, but God love them all. <laughs> and uh, if anyone is looking for me later, tell my mother I love her. I love her. <laughs> 
I'm angry at the camera person. But uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's so much, the entertainment industry is huge. It's just like, just like the medical field. You, can, you don't have to be just a doctor. You can be a, 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 a radiologist, an anesthesiologist. Uh, just, you know, they're, they're, right. it's a huge thing. Right, and so interesting that you bring this up because now I want to talk to you guys. Remember, we, we, we talked about time. We talked about talent. Then we don't, we're not talking about Temple today, but now we're going to talk about Treasury. We're going to talk about finances, about okay? Yes. So financially, this mm. is another thing. Let me tell you another misnomer of mm. the people think. I think people think that you got to be in front of the camera to make money or oh, get paid. <laughs> absolutely not. So they, so they oh, said, God, um, no. so you always hear when um, Dolly Parton one time, they, you know, like they would say, Whitney Houston singing, I will always love you. What do you think about it? Kelly Parton looked back and said, girl, go out there and sing that every song. Time she's every time she's singing. Right. Yeah, a lot of people don't know Dolly Parton wrote that song. Right. And, and, and Babyface and wrote up for, for exactly, all them. Exactly. So, yes. Yeah, so go ahead. There, there are tons of things. Tons. When you talk about television shows, shows, all of them, I don't care what the show is, they all have the same components. People in front of the camera, people behind the camera. Okay. Television shows don't last forever. There'll be a show that's been popular for five years that, you know, for whatever reason, the show comes to an end. The people in front of the camera are normally the ones that are instantly out of work. If they don't have a job lined up already, they instantly have to go on the hustle. Unless they've made so much money working on their show, they can afford to just relax yeah, for a minute or two. Yeah. But it's the people that are behind the camera. First of all, they get all the information before anyone. Oh, what? They gonna shut the show down? Okay, well let me get on this other show before <laughs> this one go. They, I've never known a cameraman in the history of everything I've ever done who has not. They work because they work when they want to, and if they're not working, it's because I'm gonna, t I'm gonna take a year off, or I'm, you know, I don't want to go on that show. I mean, they are highly successful. The first editor I ever really worked with in my life was this very, very young guy, he may have been 22, and he was a brilliant editor, and the reason why he sticks out in my mind, his name was Chris, the reason why he sticks out in my mind is because for a full week, every we used to park next to each other, and every day he brought a different vehicle. He was like wow. 22, and I mean, these were paid for vehicles, and one of the greatest cameramen I ever met was another guy named Eric, I won't say his last name, but Eric, Black black man, young, he was buying property in the 80s before people were, you know, that before that was like, ooh, let me go get a house. He was like, nah, you know, land, land, land is life. I was like, oh, okay, Chris. And he was on camera, you know, he knew how to do cameras. He was one of the first people that knew how to work a jib. I mean, it's so much stuff that you can do. Our hair and makeup people, oh. they are fantastic. They're choreographers, craft services. There are people who are buying houses based on bringing good fried chicken to the set. Right. After, you know, in between. Right. You know. Can I jump in here and yeah, you keep going? Do, oh, you're coming do. right no, back. You come right back at that. Sorry, brother. So, guys. Uh, no, no, it's all right. It's just, I know it's much of a I'm sorry, yeah, Pastor George. I'm sorry. All right. Oh, God. Okay. Pastor George. All right. All right. These people, 300 people. I got 300 people back there. Help me. I got 300 people back Help. there. Blink if you're in trouble. <laughs> You know, I forgot what I was going to say, but I remember I'm so now. Sorry. So when my um, but no, about people behind the scenes and making money. So first of all, you guys, for those who don't know, I'm a financial advisor, and I have clients that are that are editors, and they tell Ooh. me like, but when they work, they work. Like this yeah. guy, like they work 
20 hours of saying, yes. this is a movie premiere, the da-da-da, yes. this is we're cutting the scenes. The the high, these audio guys that bring the sound. Work. By the way, uh, um, and, and just, and, and what they do. But let me tell you ones I didn't even know. First of all, you guys know, and by the way, I'm a, I'm a, Love being a dad. I'm a nice guy and everything like this. So my kids were born. One of the things I wanted to do was uh, get them get them working. Mm. So uh, to have a child work below five years old, I don't know what age. I got them work permits when they were about. Uh, yeah, there are eight. laws. Yeah, yeah, there are laws. I just can't, can't have people work. Look, yeah, man. Kid was 18 months old, right? I, I go down there. I'm like this. Can I go down the set and get him a job? They're like, you got to get a work permit. I'm like, hey, 18 months. He already walking. Oh God. So anyway, I get I get him a work permit, right? Yes. I'm down the set with the twins. This lady goes like this. Hey, I want to make sure everybody's in here having a good time. And she's the, the term is wrangler. So mm-hmm. she's she's wrangling the kids, and then she picks up my son. Then they're talking to him. Then this other lady, they start shooting the show. And then mm-hmm. my other son is standing there. Mm-hmm. They're just kind of keeping the kids around. Then she's just sending the kids back and forth and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Then we get ready to leave. We already get out of the car. She got she left in the car. <laughs> The same thing. There's like a job, literally, for everything. And then back to the catering is that we knew people that were retired from AT. Sorry, I mentioned you. I don't know if they're still AT and T. They said they cook food and bring it to sets and different things. And they said, I said, well, what do you know you cook? They said they actually tell me that they. They said they just like my fried chicken and they bring it over. And they said they have to get a a kitchen. Now they're trying to hire someone else to show them how to cook. So if you got a chicken salad sandwich (laughs) recipe. You may want to try to get that on somebody's set, especially, you know, or kale. Kale is big now. <laughs> Think about kale. Kale is popular. It'll be around for a little while longer. So if you got a kale recipe with like, you know, kale chitlin blended shake, I'm sure that'll go over well on like the talk or the view or, you know, one of the medical shows. So think about it. It's just a lot of things out there that can be... Don't... Um, what, uh, the point is, we're clowning, but the point is, there is so much... It, it's a world of opportunity out there, and I'm always pleased when I see people of color working around me. And I don't... When I say people of color, I don't mean just black folks. I mean people of color. Asians, Hispanics, Persians. Right. Greeks, Italian, whatever, because th- that shows you that there's a world out there for us, you know, and yeah, we may have to work a little harder, but that's how we made. We built the work harder, right? Can I get a what? I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> okay. I apologize. You didn't so, add that out. I'm sorry. I apologize. I got a little, no, it's all right. Got a little 300 people What's jumped it? up. And yeah, I saw them coming toward the stage. I'm like, sweet God, no. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so. So what we've learned is this, is that there's more than being in front of the camera. Absolutely. So let's look at, so whatever area people are gifted in, look at different areas. And then, hey, can you tell me how someone just starts? Like, because I know people that just like literally, like, like, I know guys that were like, I've been to, you know, just a few times. Sure. Like, and they'll tell me this. They'll be like holding the cable one year and then. Like a couple of years later, then they stand in behind. Uh, yep, pointing absolutely, everybody. absolutely. Right. You know, apprenticeships are a great thing, a great studio mechanism. Um, sometimes it's hard to become an apprentice to a camera person or a hair and makeup person, but you can always get on shows or get break in as quote unquote an extra. There are literally companies who hire out extras for all these different types of television shows. And once that's how I started my acting career as an extra. I was on an extra on a show called Dancing in September. It was an HBO 
uh, movie with, uh, God, I can't even remember everyone's name. I think Blair Underwood and a couple of other very popular people. Mm -hmm. And because as an extra, I knew to be on time, to not be a problem, I began to become the popular extra. And pretty soon I had lines in the show. That's how a lot of it happens. And again, there is no one way to break into the entertainment business. You know, it's not like you can only be a doctor if you go to school for four years, then another four years, do some, some for four years. That's not how the entertainment industry works. I, I know presidents of major networks who started their entertainment career as parking lot attendants. That, that, is, that, is, that is the honest the honest truth. Uh, so I just, I'm just glad you're saying that because I think that everybody has this thing where they're going to get a whole bunch of views, they think, on YouTube, Facebook, TikTok, and then they say they're going to walk on the set and everything's just going to be... No, it does, it, does not work like, it does not work that way, unfortunately. There are some people who, have, who are gaining a certain level of success who have come directly from TikTok, and YouTube. But the reason why they're gaining that success is because they had something called content. They were the C word. Yes, you got to have the content. You got to have something that's entertaining and resonates with people so that when you're given an opportunity or you get an audition, however you are on your TikTok comes across in the audition. That's that's one way to go. And I'm not, I'm not. And there's something demeaning. unique about like, well, they, they pick something. You know what I mean? I'm not going to, like different guys, like different men and women that yeah, I've absolutely. seen. That done it. They did something and then everybody got cool. And then they kind of started, they started, they started watching, they you know, they started following. watching and they because yes. And they typically have a very specific. All very of them have a specific name. thing that right. they do. There's this one gentleman. He has a thing where he has a microphone, glasses, and he wears a robe and he just sings a song loudly, and it's everybody's wake-up call. Now this guy has two national commercials. There's another uh, African-American guy. He has a very fierce demeanor. Like, he, he looks as though, like, almost demon-like. And his, he will, you click on his TikTok, and he says right in the camera, hey, let me tell you something. You a good person. You, he's very encouraging. He's very encouraging. Like, you, you, he boosts you up. Right. He has three national commercials, three different types of national commercials. So, I mean, it is, there are ways to do it. Uh, there is no one way to break into the entertainment industry, but you have to be committed. And just because something may seem easy to break into, it is not. It, if it looks easy to you, it's because there are 50 million people ahead of you who have laid the way for it to look easy to you. Oh. All right. Hey, so can we talk about just your currently what you're doing right now, but you guys and we're, we're, we're sure. learning. So right now, can you tell us a little bit about the Upshaw, just kind of how, what your, okay. what, what your roles on kind of. Uh, I am, I have the privilege and honor to be one of the team, part of a team of writers for a highly successful black sitcom on Netflix called the Upshaws. Uh, it stars uh, Mike Epps, Kim Fields and the incomparable, Wanda Sykes. It's about a real African-American family in Indiana, in Indiana, going through what families go through. Not black families, not white families, not Hispanic families, what families go through. Uh, you know, 
problematic kids, kids outside of marriage, uh, can't pay the bills, you know, relatives not getting along, and how they all manage to deal with it in a humorous and uplifting manner, just like most of our families. We've all been through horrible stuff, but we all can look back on the time when we, at the moment we thought it was the worst thing in the world that happened, but now we can laugh at it. Right. So that's what the Upshaws is basically. We find the humor in real life situations. Not that we take real life situations lightly, but again, done the right way, there, there can be humor in everything. Right. So did you know at what point did you think this was going to be a hit or you just knew from the... Hey, man, let me tell you something. You never know if anything is going to be a hit. You really don't. I've worked on shows where people have popped champagne and been, you know, already put down money on that new car and it never flew. And I've been on shows where I was on them for two seconds with a very, very small part and it blew up. And next thing you know, I got a fat check. So you never know what's going to be a success, but you always know that you can do your best and do the job that they, I think we, the young people today are calling it, you do the assignment. Is that it? You knew the assignment when you, he knew his assignment. <laughs> so when I go in, I know my assignment. And, and then I guess it was lit. I guess I, It like, may I, have I, been I, lit I or on fire. Fire, is it on fire or fire? That was four? Is it fire or four? Anyway, where you, are you get my gist. You right. Know. But so, but what you're really learning though is that you just keep your, since we're talking fires, keep your irons in the fire. Yeah, and keep, absolutely. And you just, and you just keep, you just keep, um, you just keep working them. You have to keep working, but you have to keep working. And this is where it gets a little uh, uh, iffy for some people because everyone in the entertainment industry wants to work and work more, but all jobs aren't good jobs. Mm -hmm. So just as you have the ability to say yes, you also have to develop the ability to say no, even when it's something that, you know, oh, if I do this, I'm going to make a lot of money and blah, blah, blah. It may not be for you. It, okay. It, it what have you said? Be. What's one of the, something that you said no to? Uh, and now you're now as you an actor. I've never acquiesced to playing a role of a drug dealer mm -hmm. or something that uh, has a negative connotation across the board mm -hmm. for black men. I have played a slave but it was a period piece right. about slavery. So I couldn't take the check and be like, well, I don't want to, I don't think, you know, I should be picking up no, you playing a slave, bend over, pick up the cotton bale and get out of here. Right, that's right. right. But, you know, just to have the, the gratuitous cutting down of, of any race of people, whether it's black or Asian or whatever, that's not my thing and it never has been. I, I don't, I won't do that kind of stuff. I've played crackheads. Uh, you know, and this is back when I thought I could act 108 years ago, not recently. So, you know, if I were to act now, I'd just be playing an overweight guy with bad vision. I think I could nail that. But, you know, back in the day, I was like, no, I, 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 I don't I don't do certain things. I don't believe in tearing down people for the sake of any show. Just be truthful. Just be truthful. You know, people always wonder portray in the 70s and 80s, they wanted to portray the crack epidemic as yeah. just a black thing when we all know it wasn't. Right. So, you know, every crackhead wasn't black. Right. Come on now. Yeah, I mean, New Jack City came out. That was like, that was like, that was like oh, wow, we didn't know this about the black race. Well, you know, it said New Jack City, not all Jack City. So I'm sorry. I get that's, 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 that's been my thing. Um, 
I also don't wouldn't do gratuitous sex. Right. You know, for just for the sake of the, you know, we need something to spice this scene up. Hey, why don't you guys take your shorts off? Where are you going, Dino? I'm going bye. It's not, <laughs> not for me, sir. First of all, I don't believe in that. And secondly, have you seen my stomach? I'm holding it in now. I can't just take it. No, we can't do that. Right, and then they probably come on, pro- man. Probably your wife. Yeah, oh God, wife. my lovely wife. Hey, my lovely beautiful. <laughs> hey, you're lovely. Wife, I do not deserve, which she knows. But you know, hey. And, and, and just so, just so you know, also back to the Dino Dino meter. You know, who, you know who my meter is. Your, your wife, the Diane. Oh. If she laughs, then, well, that's, if you guys that's, haven't seen her. No, let, let's be honest. My wife has a very unique uh, that's, that's laugh. A good word, she unique. has a very unique laugh, unique. right? But my wife will laugh at anything, <laughs> anything, clouds, flowers. You know, she's just a laugher. She's born to have a good time and, you know, just be fun all the time, which is why most com- comics love her they to be in the, love her. in the room because she will not laugh at the success of the joke. She will laugh at what she knows you were trying to do. Like when, you, when we were, uh, during the pandemic, we ran uh, Comedy Cafe online. We could hear her through their mic on the stage. My wife, <laughs> yes, yes. She's a very wonderful, you know, I can't, and that's the thing, I'm going to tell y'all right now, I can't have too many conversations about my wife because when you talk about the blessings that God has given you, hey, I will tear up in a minute, unashamedly so, because I, my wife has saved me on a lot of yeah, and, and, and even even on your whole Thanks, resume, it, it even says that you were even a, a producer on on Love, Ladies Operating Very Effectively. Yes, that is my wife's show, Ladies Operating Very Effectively, where she honors the ordinary, extraordinary women that often goes unlooked in our American society. We all love the stars and the singers and the wonderful athletes. But my wife created a show that honors the teachers and the nurses and just the stay-at-home moms or the single moms who don't stay at home and go out and, you know, bring home the bacon for her family and the, and the good female friend who always has a sympathetic ear. Right. She honors every time, and not just black women, she honors women. And a few men occasionally. So, yeah, yeah, it's a very wonderful thing that she does with yeah, that She honors them, and, that's, and, and that is literally awesome. That is, hey, I just got last, last, last few questions. Hey, sure. can you tell us a little bit about how, how you do in the area of producing and everything like that? Producing is a different animal. Uh, you know, the cool thing about the entertainment business, especially as a writer, if you have success on the show, you move up in rank. So you can start as a staff writer, then the next season you'll be like, you know, a story editor, then executive story editor, then producer, you know, co-producer, then executive producer. So it's just a, it's a title that's bestowed on you. But the, if you want to be a producer, I must say producers produce, meaning you can't just do it in name only. If there's a problem with the show that needs solving, you have to produce the answer to solve that problem, right. whatever it means, or you have to be a part of the prob- problem-solving team. Right. That's what producers do. They keep shows on. They keep shows sm- flowing smoothly. They do the hiring and the firing, and they put together teams that they think will make a show successful. It's a very difficult job to do, and there are no easy jobs in entertainment. Let me just get that straight. I don't care if you're pushing the broom. It's hard to do. Because 
sometimes it can be thankless work. Right. But producers, that that's a that's a you're moving up when you are able to produce. And right. fortunately, I've been doing this long enough to figure out if I don't know how to do something, I can find out how to do it and get someone to do it. Turns out that's what producing is. So right, and that's, that's why um, I, I bring that up because I think you're gifted in that area for a couple of reasons. I okay. think the way that you number one, how you you talk to people and you get the best out of them. How I talk to people? Yes, actually, oh. how you talk to people when you're doing <laughs> right, right. really, <laughs> actually, yes. Well, uh, all right, <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> our phone lines are blowing up right now. Hello. <laughs> What do you mean? How he talking to me? He's been cussing about. But the way, but uh, I, I'll, I'll be serious here for a yeah. minute. The way that you use humor, and then um, for those of you who don't know, Dino, Dino has a has a funny side, as you see, and he has a serious side. <laughs> you actually are one of the you actually are one of the people that can actually, if you look at athletes that do it, you can actually turn it on off. He he moves. He moves very well in that area. Well, yeah. So it, you can just receive that, but you can, you can, you, or you can make a well, joke about using funny stuff. But you actually, uh, you actually do have that from all the time we talked because, because there's been uh, I must, uh, now if he, if he, if he, so he don't deny it anymore. I've talked to him before the comedy cafe, and I've been mad when he's been funny, and then I've also talked to him in Bishop's office where he is, where he's a little more serious. Yes, it's a little bit, <laughs> a little more, bit. I've seen both sides. More serious, <laughs> and, and and what the deliverables are going to be, <laughs> and when they're going to be delivered. I'll tell you what we gonna do, and what we not gonna do. Sorry, what? He ain't, he ain't done. He ain't done that yet in there. Yeah, so, 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 so well, in doing I love that. Bishop, I, I, I try to, I try to, I've tried to emulate Bishop a lot in my dealings with people because he has, you know, yeah. Bishop is hilarious. Yeah. Bishop is hilarious. Like, oh God, I'm glad he's not doing comedy because I would never get no work. <laughs> but he also has a straightforward business serious side that has such a strong level of gravitas to it it makes it it, it it shakes you and then when he preaches it's like okay well you know all right then i just gotta be i gotta be a christian because i can't miss this he know what he talking about i might get to heaven listen to bishop this was a this was a blessing Hey, family, I pray that you enjoyed, uh, enjoyed this meeting. What we want to really cover is we want to also cover about what it's like being not only behind the camera, but also on the other side of the camera from a writer, someone that's done this, someone that's worked through it. And there are so many nuggets. I pray that there are, that I want every person to give me a high five. That means think of five people that you can forward this to and that are talking about being in the industry, thinking about being in the industry, or if you'd like more information in that area, that they would also be able to utilize this as a tool. Hey, can you shout them out in the chat? Dino Shorte. Netflix streaming now, season two, The Upshaws. Please watch it. I would love a season three. Thanks. Thanks. Everybody, <laughs> be a team player. We'll see you on our next episode of Set for Life, where we live by design, not by default.